You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Well, about a month ago, our our 173rd episode, which we first broadcast live on June 9th this year, that's not so long ago, was on what we consider to be some basic happiness hacks. Many of you were happy about learning them, so we decided we could offer you more happiness hacks today. Why not make it easier on yourself to be happy? And what an appropriate topic for today. After all, it is Michael's 68th birthday this very day. Yay! <laughs> July 14th, 2021. Yes, he was born on this day, July 14th, way, way, way back in 1953 in Sendai, Japan. You might have remembered Sendai from the big uh, tsunami a number of years ago. Anyway, he always said he timed his birth with Bastille Day, the French Independence Day. It's kind of like our July 4th. As most of you know, he's a happy guy. I know that. (laughs) So here's to a happy birthday for Michael and to more happiness hacks for all of you listening out there. Yay. And I wanted to add one more thing, too, which uh, was not set up originally on our introduction, and that is uh, Michael and I have been doing this show for what? Going, we're, we passed our four-year mark, yeah, right? Yeah, this is our fourth year. Yeah, and uh, it is. it was yesterday our 30th wedding anniversary. So we have been together for almost a whole lifetime <laughs> 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 and still loving every minute of it. Happiness is possible. Yay! <laughs> it, it takes work sometimes, but it's possible and and probable if you start to really get on your spiritual path. Well, in our first episode on happiness hacks, we address the importance of your being happy as the immortal soul that you are. If you hoped to experience happiness here in your present life, this means your psychic self needs to be happy first before you could experience being happy in your physical body or experiencing happiness here in this Uh, dense physical. That's great news because your immortal soul or psychic self is already joyous forever. Yay! (laughs) It really is. You know, we just, it comes and goes, but you know, that's our awareness for you. If that's true, why don't you feel happy or even joyous all of the time? Why does it seem at times that true happiness is so elusive? It's essentially a problem of something crucial being lost in translation. If your soul self is already and forever happy, but your conscious self living here in this world is not, somehow that eternal bliss of spirit isn't translating correctly in this world in your body consciousness. It's like if you popped the big question, "Mm, will you marry me? 
on a phone call and your intended phone cut out just then and she didn't hear it and you're wondering why she's not giving you an answer. I've actually seen TV shows with this <laughs> with this very scene depicted. Meanwhile, she's wondering whether you're ever going to ask her. What should have been a joyous celebration ends up in misunderstanding and doubt. Sound familiar? In spirit, there is no time or space. Everything happens in an instant. In your body in this world, however, everything is defined and experienced in time and space. As a soul, you transmit everything in an instant to the part of you in your body consciousness, but that communication gets processed in the body over time and space. Often your soul communication or parts of it gets dropped in the process or misinterpreted. Many people, for many people, their spirit to body and back-to-back spirit communication may seem more like playing that game telephone in which you start with one sentence that the first person in the group whispers to the next person who in turn whispers what he or she heard to the next person and so on. The more people the original message is passed through, the more garbled and ridiculous, I might add, the message becomes. So, just because spirit is forever joyous and you are spirit and therefore forever joyous, that joyousness isn't necessarily correctly processed through all the levels of energy that make up your body pathway. That smaller part of you waiting in the body to hear the marriage proposal may not hear it even if it was repeatedly given by the bigger part of you in spirit, and that part doesn't experience the joyousness of your psychic self. That is why when the psychic self becomes more and more aware of how to manage the delicate phone call with its body level counterpart, it begins to guide the conscious self to turn its awareness inward to its spirit nature. As this happens, the conscious self begins to become interested in its psychic and spiritual development. So all of you listeners out there tuning into our show, interested in developing your psychic or soul awareness, that's a big part of being on the road to greater happiness and amusement too. This is also why it doesn't really work to try to be happy. Remember, you are already happy as your true spiritual or psychic self. What you need is to become aware of your psychic self more and you will begin to experience a lot more of your innate, everlasting happiness. Most of the time, it begins in fits and spurts. You tap into a bit of your psychic self and experience a moment of happiness or even ecstasy. And then after a short while, it just seems to fade away. Or something happens that you misinterpret as an invalidation to your joy And you get into a funk for a while. So your happiness seems fleeting at first. Our purpose for offering our Living the Miracle radio show each week is to help awaken souls and help them to develop develop their intuitive and other psychic abilities so they can better fulfill the purpose for which they are here in this world. When you awaken more and more to who you truly are as an immortal soul, the more you begin to live by intuition and as a spiritual being. The more you develop your intuitive abilities, the more you wake up to who you are as spirit as well. 
The more you come to know yourself as spirit, the more you fulfill your real purpose. And that's what we're all looking for, right? What the heck are we doing here? All of that adds up to you experiencing the happiness and fulfillment of being your true self. So the less you are letting yourself be yourself in living your life here in this world, the less happy you would be. You wouldn't be able to experience your joyous nature if you weren't being yourself in this world. Happiness hacks for you would be anything or any way that you could have, be, and express the inner spiritual psychic self that you are living your everyday life here in this world. In our earlier episode on happiness hacks, we offered neutrality, amusement, and compassion as three essential ways of relating to everything that happens and all that you experience every day that would help you experience more happiness. Spirit is forever neutral and doesn't ever get caught up in what's happening. So when you practice being neutral in relationship to whatever you are experiencing at the moment, you open yourself more to your spirit nature. Amusement is the first of the higher vibrations that you could be and live in that allows you to access your inner spirit, healing, and positive change. Being in total enthusiasm and joy would be great, but being amused will definitely open the door inward to your psychic self. Compassion is without any fear, judgment, or blame, so it connects you back to your deeper, ever-loving, and forgiving self. Without compassion, you won't forgive yourself or others of blame and guilt, so you wouldn't be able to let go of the past to create a new and experience your joy in the present. Well, joy to the world. (laughs) Uh, Do you know that you are the joy you bring into the world? Remember, your psychic and immortal soul self is already forever joyous, just like Raphael said. When, When you let yourself truly be present as yourself in this world, you are the light of the world and you are the joy you are sharing in the world. One of the things that most people don't seem to realize is that the world doesn't accommodate you as the spiritual being that you are. You are not of this world. You're temporarily visiting. I don't know if you ever even got your green card. (laughs) (laughs) Since you're not of this world, the world doesn't naturally accommodate you and who you are and how you are. As a spiritual being in this world, you have to make your own space here to be the eternal and limitless spirit that you are. It's not too different from having to introduce yourself to people you don't know at a party or a meeting. But like, unlike introducing yourself at a party to strangers by saying your name and where you're from, what kind of work you do, those kinds of things, Making space for yourself as a spiritual being comes more from just being aware of yourself and giving yourself the permission to be yourself in relationship to anyone and anything. The more you share yourself as you are in this world, the more others will begin to see who you are. That's a much better introduction than handing them a standard resume. 
Sharing yourself in this world is letting everyone see and experience you as you are rather than trying to hide or be someone else or be how you think you should be to be acceptable. When you think you're just nothing much to speak about or that you don't have much to offer anyone else, then you wouldn't want to be seen too much. When you recognize how bright and beautiful you are, you realize you have much value to share. You won't be embarrassed or afraid to be seen. Neither will you need others to see you for you to feel good about yourself. It's a little bit like that old James Brown hit that starts with, Whoa, I feel good. I knew I would now. <laughs> and then it goes on to the <laughs> I wouldn't I won't subject you to the uh, my interpretation of James Brown. <laughs> I think that's the limit anyway for copyright. <laughs> <laughs> but but the hook line goes to so good, so good. I got you, right? Well, in terms of your happiness, it would be more like, so good, so good, I got me. <laughs> the finally. more, <laughs> finally, yeah. The more you experience your soul self, the more you'll be happy with yourself and the better you would feel here in this world. One of the biggest happiness hacks is loving, just loving. It doesn't matter who or what you love at first. You'll discover that it's when you are loving in any way that you are the happiest. If you review your life so far, and I would highly recommend that you do <laughs> regularly, you'll find those moments when you were the happiest, even if it only lasted a few minutes you'll undoubtedly find that you were loving someone or something in some way. That's what I discovered years ago when I was reviewing my life and realized that my happiest moments were always when I was loving. I was loving a person. I was loving an animal. I was loving nature. I was loving what I was doing. I was loving where I was or where I was going. I was loving my life. I was loving who I was. I was just loving. It wasn't the object of my loving that was that important. It was my loving that made me happy. Ah, that was a major revelation. It was the act of loving that allowed me to experience a lot more of who I truly am. Loving opens that door inward to your true psychic or soul self. It's not love. You know, people talk about love. Love is all you need. Love, this, you know, is what makes the world go around. Partially true, but it's, it's active. It's your loving. Ah, you can't wait for love to fall on your head. Like Chicken Little or... Who was it? Chicken Little? <laughs> you can't wait for you to fall in love. You have to be proactive and be loving by choice. When you're not loving, 
You separate from your spirit self more. When you are loving in any way, you open that door inward again back to your spirit self. Then, of course, you experience more happiness being here in this world because it's not based on this world. It's what's inside. And you feel good because you got you. It's when you don't have your psychic self that you'll feel alone in the world and that you don't belong anywhere. When you have your psychic self, you have your innate psychic awareness of spirit and your psychic abilities. You know intuitively what's correct for you and what's not. You don't have to read a book about it. Not only do you know, but you know you know. You have certainty, even if no one else agrees. And above all, you're happy. The only way that you can temporarily lose your happiness is if you go against or invalidate yourself in some way. Then you separate from that limitless wellspring of love always within your true beingness. To get back to that love, you just have to choose to be loving. To get started, you just have to love anything. It could be as simple as loving the color of the paint on your walls or loving the meme that someone posted on Facebook. It doesn't have to be life-altering or earth-shaking. But the thing is, once you start loving, even a little bit, your life starts to change for the better. Believe it or not, we're already at our first break. And this is the time we like to make announcements about our upcoming events. And right now, we would like to invite you to join us for an extraordinary stay-at-home remote mini-retreat seminar on this Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th, which includes an optional Zoom plus an extra uh, optional Zoom session on Monday, July 19th. So the one optional Zoom is right after the Sunday event. And then the Monday one will include a dolphin meditation. This is normally when we get together with you on the big island of Hawaii for this annual event. But since COVID is still a major concern, we're offering this remotely as a four teleclass and two bonus Zoom session event. The overall theme for the whole mini retreat seminar is Holy Spirit, Holy Fire, the Divine Mother compassion, and your creative life. Through the four two-hour teleclasses, a bonus post-Zoom class, Q&A and social, and an extra bonus Zoom dolphin meditation, Q&A and social given over three days, we will teach you about the relationship between the Divine Mother and your psychic self as the way to realizing God That's one thing. How to create happiness and fulfillment in the world with your compassion and your creativity. How to create your new life with holy fire. Rise out of the ashes of your past and celebrate your next step. And to discover what you are here in this world to manifest by exploring your creative expression and the process of revelation. For all the class titles, write-ups and details, or to sign up, Go to the July calendar section of our website, michaeltamura.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T-A-M-U-R-A.com. Or call our office at 530-926-2650 and speak with our assistant, Noel, on weekdays during normal business hours, Pacific time. 
in just a bit. We'll return with more happiness hacks. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at MichaelTamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com and be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. We've been having fun exploring more happiness hacks on our show today. So let's find out more ways to make being happier easier. Is that good English? Happier, easier? Happier, easier. (laughs) Yes, we will be happier more easily. (laughs) That's better. I'll be easily happily ever after. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that great? We're not teaching grammar in this radio show. <laughs> so, you know, I was before the break, I was talking about loving just even a little bit. When you start loving, everything starts to change for the better. And a lot of people think, well, as the, the another old country song goes, uh, uh, looking for love in all the wrong places. Right? <laughs> it's like when you're looking for love, but when you're, Proactive. You're you're the one loving. That's what makes the difference. You know, a lot of people spend a lot of time looking for love. And that's part of their their unhappiness. They don't realize it's not out there. It's inside. And the only way you you access it, the only way you can experience it is when you are the one loving. And again, like I mentioned earlier, uh, it doesn't matter. Who, what, when, where, how you love, it's, it's just that you are loving. And that's just a decision, right? It's, it's not like if, if you love ice cream. <laughs> that's just a decision. You could decide to love ice cream or not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so loving is nothing more than creatively expressing 
who you are. It's a happy-making thing to paint or draw or sculpt for someone who's an artist at heart, for example. It's easy to love singing your heart out in your shower if you're a singer at heart. To love expressing your creative energy doesn't mean you have to be the best at it or become a professional at it. It's just your way of saying to life, hello there, here I am. Yeah, it's like, here I am. This is where I am, how I am, who I am, and just take me as I am. If you can't, well, better luck next lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) Or the one after that. Or the one after that. You'll have your chances. If you're doing some kind of work that you love, but it happens to be a hard and frustrating day of it, for your little break from the computer or whatever, do something that you love to do for even a few minutes. When I go from working intensively on one thing to working on another thing, that's most of my days from morning Mm -hmm. till night, I often will take a break by expressing my creativity in a different way. You know, when I'm working, I'm expressing my creativity. I love, I'm just loving what I'm doing, right? And the times when I'm, ah, I'd rather not be doing taxes. <laughs> I'd rather not be, you know, filing these forms. <laughs> or going to the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> but when that happens, oh, I still have a choice. Okay, I, I don't, I wouldn't voluntarily do certain things, but sometimes, you know, you have to do these things. And and when you have to do the things you have to do, you still could be choosing to love, be loving about it. So then, ah, I don't really care about standing in line, like Raphael said, at the DMV or at the post office or somewhere, but, oh, but I, I'm, I love talking to people. And if I'm standing in line, there's a lot of people to talk to, right? So I can start talking to people, and I'm loving that. And all of a sudden, that completely eliminates, <laughs> oh, I don't want to have to stand in line and do this thing all day kind of a thing, right? Because you're, you're doing what you're loving. Life is like that. If you get hung up on just one thing, then then you're stuck. But if it, one of the things that you have to do, you, you really just don't like, you'd rather not do it. Hey, you know, uh, I go to the dentist. <laughs> Most people do not like to go to the dentist. Well, I think about it as, oh, I get to go and, I have time off. <laughs> I get to, you know, sit back in this comfy, comfy chair. And and it reminds me of, like, I don't know, I've never done Being that. Being on the beach? <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of, um, uh, what do you call those? The tanning, tanning salons? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never been to one of those, but I, I kind of imagine I'm at the spa. And I told that to my dentist the other day, and, and uh, she, she, she looked at me kind of funny. I said, doesn't this remind you of being at the spa? And so I don't know what they think about me. but <laughs> Michael laughs about everything. But I had fun, and, and I got a good, you know, uh, 
dentist dental care and everything and it's it's really great so you you always find something you love doing or love being at or with or whatever and and it makes it not only the time go faster but oh then it's not this thing you just can't stand doing it's it's part of the things you get done but you had fun and enjoyed it along the way you can be a happy camper right so a lot of things I do when, let's say if I were writing nonstop for several hours and getting a stiff shoulder or something, I, I pick, go and take a little break, pick up my guitar and play or compose a song for a few minutes. doesn't have to be the rest of the day it's, or hours. <laughs> it's just for a few minutes. Well, I can get something started that I love to, to get going on, okay? And if I have a chance to take a longer break, I might go jump in the pool and swim laps in the pool and practice various strokes. That takes care of my daily exercise for my health and my space and time to express a different aspect of my loving. Or I might write a thoughtful re- reply to an email for my break. It's not then writing emails isn't a chore. It's, it's something I love doing. Once again, I'm doing something different than what I was doing that I also love doing. And I get a chance to express a different level of my creative psychic self as I love doing it. Something you can do regularly is to review all that you love. People, things, activities, subjects, colors, places, food, anything. If you can't do something you love doing at the moment, you can talk about it even. That's why I talk about ice cream a lot. <laughs> I, I don't eat a lot of it. <laughs> That's probably not good for me anyway. So I don't eat a lot of it, but I love talking about it. And, and it always, you know, people enjoy ice cream stories. <laughs> I love swimming with dolphins, but they haven't been available in our swimming pool. Mm. (laughs) although i was given a giant pink blow-up unicorn pool toy thank you noel for that (laughs) (laughs) the kind you can float around on the pool in in the pool on but i have to do that when raphael's not around (laughs) but but i i do love threatening raphael that today is the day i'm going to blow up that unicorn and put it in the swimming pool See, that makes me very happy. I haven't even taken the unicorn out of the box yet, but the the thought of it, the thought of, you know, (laughs) making Raphael squirm, like, oh, God. This is one of the fun parts about being together 30, actually 34 years. Yes. Because four years years, uh, before we got married, yeah. So what do you already love, trivial or profound? Who cares? It's the loving that counts first. Uh, we got to get started somewhere. So that's what <clears throat> counts first, just getting it started. And then you can go far. And guess what happens when you're loving? Ah, you appreciate what you love even more. The more you appreciate what you love, the more you love it as well. I mean, it's just like a... Uh, what do you call those things? The self-propelling uh, machine, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. With appreciation, of course, comes naturally 
gratitude. When you appreciate the real value to you of someone or something, you find that you are grateful. Gratitude is a sharing of your lovingness, right? When you're grateful, you're sharing your loving. As you practice your loving, you'll discover that loving is your nature. It's not loving that opposes who you are in spirit. Not loving is a decision you have to make to withhold your loving because of what? Fear, judgment, grief, guilt, blame, anger, whatever. When you decide to not be loving of someone or something, you're actively closing the door to your own inner psychic self. The result, you won't be happy. So there are, <clears throat> there are many examples that I was thinking of this week as we were getting ready for this show. And one of them Michael was uh, talking a little bit about already was the um, standing in line happiness <laughs> Michael is a very outgoing personality, and I am more internal. You know, that that makes for a a good couple because we balance each other out quite a bit in that. So when I have to, for instance, go to the post office, which these days has been quite often because I am the one that mails out Michael's books uh, when people buy buy the books from us, my favorite thing to do standing in line is to go into, I'm writing a book. And I love to use that, whether it's five minutes or a half an hour or 45 minutes, and sometimes it is 45 minutes waiting in line. I like to start to create my next steps in my book and my story, and it's really, really nice. And the thing that I realized um, over the last couple years of doing it this way is when I start to go into that creative space inside my head, um, I become very happy. And so do the people around me. Mm. People turn around and want to talk to me. And that helps me because being a more internal person, I, I'm, I don't pursue people to say hello and find, find out who they are and everything. You know, I, I have a little shyness in me about that. But if someone turns around and starts talking to me, that delights me to no end. Even if they turn around and say something like, are you vaccinated yet? <laughs> Which is something that happens all the time. And so, you know, I consider that just it's their way of saying hello. Yes. And sometimes, you know, I don't really like answering that question, a question like that, because it's a very personal question. But rather than spurning them or invalidating them or insulting them, I change the subject to like, wow, that's a really nice shirt you're wearing. Where did you get it? You know, and... and Continue the conversation in a way that I can. Hmm. But uh, I remember waiting at a a place where I was getting my car uh, fixed or something. Oh, I was getting my smog done. And they made you wait outside because of this pandemic. And and there were like four other elders, you know, my age. They were were all up in their... (laughs) up in their age, and each one of them, one at a time, came to me and asked that. Mm. Are you vaccinated yet? And, and you know, the ego part wants to say, that's none of your business, whether I am or not. But I don't listen to that because I know that's just going to whack, you know, send an energy whack their way that's, that's going to, you know, cut off the ability for the conversation to be something fun. Mm-hmm. So I usually just smile and come up with something, as I said, So, you know, that's one of the happiness hacks I have is just because 
you know, the way someone communicates to Mm -hmm. you for the very first time, if it's not as pleasant as you'd like it to be, you have the option to be creative and shift that. And even if you do decide to go into a, a conversation about vaccinations, you know, you could you could decide to do it with a light heart and, you know, not talk negatively about people. Because even if you are talking negatively with a stranger about someone else or something going on, like, you know, politics or something like that, you're you're creating a negative energy, which is going to be very problematic. So. That's one of the happiness hacks that I have. And a final one that I wanted to talk about before we go to our break is in our personal household. Michael and I, over the years, you know, when you live with someone for 34 years, um, you come up with the division of labor. We don't have children at home, and we live in a big house, and there's a lot of things that need to be done. Oh, I didn't know there was a division of labor. <laughs> I thought you did all the labor. And <laughs> not true, not true. It was kind of a natural thing that developed over the years, and part of it is I don't mind doing uh, what it takes to keep up a house, you know, laundry and vacuuming and so on, and sometimes I it's too much for me, and I hire someone to do some of it, but mostly the way we have things set up, it just naturally was very fair for each one of us. And, you know, there are certain parts of the labor that I don't care for, such as washing sheets, you know, folding sheets is not my favorite thing. But while I'm doing it, I always think about how much I love fresh sheets on the bed. You know, it's like I put a positive spin on it as I'm doing something I don't particularly care for. Mm -hmm. And over the years, I've gotten to the point where I don't even mind doing it. Anyway, our second break is coming upon us, so I wanted to remind you that you can call our office to purchase any of our edited and mastered teleclasses, courses, all-day seminars, and retreats as MP3 downloads to inspire you and to give you simple but powerful tools you can apply in your daily life and to help you manage its various challenges as you are growing spiritually. You can find many of the titles and descriptions by clicking on the Download Audio tab in the events section of our website, michaeltamora.com, or by calling our office and speaking with our fabulous assistant, Noel at 530-926-2650 during normal business hour specific time, or you can leave a message, or you can write her an email at michaeltamorainfo at gmail.com. When we return, we'll continue with more happiness hacks. See you in a couple of minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer, the award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow. 
beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's wonderful to have you back. We've been exploring more happiness hacks. After all, you can't use at least... After all, who can't use at least a bit more happiness in their lives? So how can we make it easier to be happy? Let's continue. Maybe if I read that more perfectly, I'd be more happy, right? (laughs) Well, you know, one of the things that uh, throughout the day is you might notice there are times in the day when you're neutral, you know, where everything's just going along and things are kind of neutral. And then other times when something happens where it, quote unquote, makes you happy. And then there's the times when you kind of go downhill and, and sometimes there's an inciting incident. Other times it's just, oh, all of a sudden I'm not so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to talk about the, oh, I'm just not feeling so happy anymore. Well, sometimes it's just your energy dropping or your blood sugar dropping and and that sort of thing, but mostly, you know, even your blood sugar dropping has a lot to do with what kind of thoughts you're processing in your mind. And, you know, when you're not feeling happy, maybe you could just ask yourself the question, what am I looking at that's making me not feel happy? So it could be an quote-unquote inciting incident, like somebody sassing you or not treating you well or something like that. But if it's one of those more subtle things where all of a sudden you're sitting there going, I'm not feeling so happy. Um, For instance, uh, I had a readie recently who said she thought she was happy and then she went to to a lake nearby and realized, oh my gosh, I haven't been happy. And I think almost all of all of us during this pandemic has gone through that. It's like we're just hanging hanging in there, going through things, and all of a sudden one day it's like, you know, I'm not exactly as happy as I was last year or before the pandemic or whatever. And either way, just remember there is a choice to be happy. And sometimes it takes a little while to turn that boat around, you know, to get back to the energy of happiness Um, But if you start to make the commitment to yourself, you know, I would like to have my happiness. I would like to be happy. And one of the ways you can do that is to listen to what you're thinking about or look at what you're looking at in your mind. You know, if you're always looking at, oh, I really need to, I would like to go to a party and I can't go to a restaurant and, you know, all those (laughs) things that, you know, the ego that complains in the mind all the time, all the time. Sometimes all it takes is imagining a rose and just putting those complaints, you know, you might even let them express in your mind 
I'll let them all come up, express, oh, yeah, oh, poor me. You know, I haven't seen my best friend in six months or whatever. Just let them all go in that imaginary rose and just explode that rose in a flash of light and let it go and then make the choice to be happy. And if there's still more complaints coming up, go ahead and get another rose and, you know, laugh at yourself a little bit about this. We are dealing with the difference between who we are as a spirit, that psychic being that we are, or listening to that voice of the ego that wants to whine all the time. Yeah, don't bother me. I'm I'm uh, I'm enjoying my pity party. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's that's a great way to wake it up when you notice Oh yeah, I'm I'm having a pity party with myself. Okay. Let's let's <laughs> include everybody else. Hey, you want to join me on my pity party? It's a really good party. Yeah. <laughs> For me. Yay. And and guess what? You notice? Oh yeah, it's it's very silly, isn't it? How do, how long do I want to stay down there in that dungeon, so to speak? And really, nobody placed me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we try to we try to imagine that somebody put me there, right? It's like you insulted me or you hurt my it's feelings. It's your fault that it's, I'm not happy. Yes, it's your fault that I'm not happy. But is it? Especially if that other person's laughing or something and they, they go, oh, yeah, see you later. And I'm going, hmm, oh, yeah, because we're the ones who are experiencing that unhappiness, isn't it? It's exactly like Raphael said. It's interesting. So awareness is the biggest part of the whole solution to pretty much every one of our problems. It's when we become first become aware that, you know what? I'm not that happy. I haven't been very happy. Whoa, that's, that's a revelation, isn't it? And when you really start to look at it, you notice, God, I haven't been happy in a while. Like this uh, example that Raphael gave of this woman. And that's an amazing revelation. When Once you become aware of something like that, you're not there anymore. You're looking at and you're going, oh, yeah, up to, up to a moment ago, I haven't been happy for three months or whatever it is. Ten, to, ten minutes, five days. It doesn't matter the length of it. You just become aware. Yeah, I haven't been happy. Oh, do I want to continue to not be happy? No. <laughs> I want to be happy. Yeah. And and or you could you could have a little pity party with yourself and you, you can go, you know what? Yeah, I I wanna be more unhappy for a little while. <laughs> I don't want to give up my unhappiness for a while. <laughs> That's okay. As long as you're truthful with yourself and you're going, Yeah, I'm enjoying being unhappy. Oh, guess what happens when you start to enjoy not enjoying something? When you're enjoying being unhappy. Yay, let me just enjoy my moment of unhappiness here. (laughs) Next thing you know, you're laughing, you're smiling. Because happiness, enjoyment, loving something is light. What happens when you turn on the light in a very pitch black room? Oh, it's not pitch black anymore, is it? The the darkness, what we experience as the darkness, completely disappears. Where did the darkness go? Who hid it? 
Who took away my darkness? Nothing. The light didn't take it away. No, the light is just bright, turns on. The darkness disappears because it's really not there. Ah, and this is even more true in spirit. Spirit is absolute light. The minute you experience even a little bit of spirit, oh, the light comes in to whatever the darkness that you were perceiving before in your mind. Oh, this is, uh, uh, I don't have something. But you do. The minute you start to turn inward to your own inner being, your psychic self, the light starts shining. And whatever has been dark until then, the unhappy part, starts to go, well, what's this for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need to be here. <laughs> ah, and at first, it might not be instantly, you know, from from uh, being very unhappy to uh, becoming totally happy. No, but it's it's just little by little, you notice that's lightening up here. I mean, in fact, we might even say that, uh, think that of. Oh, things are getting brighter, lighter, lighter. lighter. I feel lighter. That's, you're starting to experience the real you. Uh, And looks like we have a caller. So (laughs) who wants to give us a message? Yeah, Dana Dana and Sedona. Hey, Dana. Hello. Hello there. there? We're here. On behalf, on behalf of myself, and thousands of others who are very grateful for your presence on the planet. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You don't belong in a zoo. Happy birthday, dear Michael. Happy birthday to you. Oh, thank, oh, thank you, you so much, Dana. <laughs> You're more than welcome, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. I'll let you get back to your show. I wanted to do that on behalf of the thousands of us who love you. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Dana. We love you too. You're welcome. <laughs> we hope to see you sometime. Okay. Yeah. See you. All right. See you. Bye. Bye bye. And for those of you who don't know Dana, he's a he's a good friend of ours and and a longtime friend. And you couldn't tell on a telephone and and uh, the the technology, but. He's got a radio voice. He's got one of the He's most got a beautiful voice, so voices, too yeah. bad you couldn't get to really experience his singing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the spirit was definitely there. And, and that's another thing, you know, a happiness hack. Half more birthdays, right? <laughs> no, if, thank the, you. the more birthdays you have, the older you get, faster. <laughs> In fact, one of my birthday wishes this morning from a friend said, uh, she sent some pictures and everything, and says, God, it's, it's, it's amazing that you've been dead five times. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to outlast everybody. Yep. And the immediate thought I had in response to that was, oh, yeah, well, I, I got a lot of dying out of the way. You know, yep. once you get dying out of the way, then you start to live a lot more. Ah, there's more of you here because you're not dealing with the fear of dying. Okay, it's, let's, let's get that out of the way so that you can live 
and recognize there is no such thing as death. But that's a that's for another topic. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting to that. And you guys later. made a joke about <clears throat> a DDT. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember, it's a, a very horrible insecticide yeah. that used to be used when we were children. Oh, yeah. My dad used to spray the whole living room, the whole house with it inside uh. Uh, every night during the summer to keep them, kill the mosquitoes and everything. So I'm sure I breathed in enough of that. And, and <laughs> as kids, we used to joke that DDT stood for dead, dead twice. And at that time, <laughs> we're talking about the mosquitoes, you know, dead, dead yeah. twice. But now I know <laughs> it was about us. <laughs> Speaking of which, <clears throat> um, one of the things that's really important in happiness hacks is being willing to laugh at yourself. And I'm not talking about in that mean comedian kind of way, <laughs> but really being able to, you know, that's a fine mess we got ourselves into, Wilma, you know. Kind yeah, of being amused with being, yourself. Being amused yeah. with yourself that, you know, you made a mistake or that, you know, someone didn't respond to you the way you thought they would and so on. And being willing to move on when things aren't so happy. And, you know, one of the things that I know that many of you experience is when someone comes up to you and they go, I got to talk to you. And they proceed to tell you all their problems in five minutes. And uh, you might even know that this is like an energy dump. They just have to get it out of their system. And what they do is they just dump it into your space. Well, anyway, if you see it that way, you're being a victim. Sometimes someone who's communicating their problems just needs to communicate their problems. And if you're taking it on, you know, that you can change that energy of, you know, instead of, oh, no, they're going to tell me all their problems. Oh, no, I, I want to run away. You can be a body of glass and just let that energy go through you, just like the sun ray goes through a window pane. And that makes you more emotionally available for that person to at least give them some comfort and point them in the right direction to solve their problems. Most of the times when people do an energy dump, they're not looking for solutions, although some are. And if you can't give them a solution, don't invalidate yourself by that. Rather, just give them a direction they can go in. Anyway, it is time for us to uh, end our show, apparently. (laughs) This went by really fast. Maybe we should have a third happiness hack sometime. (laughs) We are so happy that you joined us today, and we hope you learn more ways to be happy. Be sure to join us next Wednesday for another fun but wisdom-filled episode about practicing safe clairvoyance. (laughs) It may be common sense to practice safe sex, but what about practicing your clairvoyance? Are there safe and not so safe ways to see the truth? Join us and we'll have a fun look at the topic of seeing more clairvoyantly. We also encourage you to join us this coming Saturday, July 17th and Sunday, July 18th in an optional extra bonus Zoom dolphin meditation and Q&A social on Monday, July 19th for any or all of our special remote for teleclass and two bonus Zoom Q&A weekend event titled Holy Spirit, Holy Fire, the Divine Mother, Compassion, and your creative life. Learn what the Divine Feminine and your psychic self have to do with your path to realizing God, 
how to create more happiness and fulfillment in the world with your creativity and compassion, about your kundalini energy and creative power, and so much more. Make sure to check out our July website events listing for all the details and to sign up. You can also sign up by calling our office at 530-926-2650. We hope to see you there. We'd love to have you. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We will see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.